Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Heather. Okay, Heather. It's a surprise. You haven't told me. What are we talking about today? Okay. We're going to be talking about Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Oh, it's a uh, it's a PBS uh, masterpiece. I guess you would call it a miniseries that I discovered earlier this year. I forced everybody to watch it with me, <laughs> including Amber. When you came out to visit, we watched it together. And I watched with my friend Becky. I won't mention how many hours I spent watching montages of it on YouTube. Oh my gosh, YouTube montages are the best and the worst time wasters. But Seriously, though, I feel like I need to like shout out a thank you to all those people who have spent so many, many hours putting those montages together from TV shows. Because honestly, can you imagine how much time that would take to go through all the episodes, gather all the clips, you know, splice them together, add music to the background. But I'm so grateful that people have time to do this because I love to watch them. I love them on my YouTube I have all my folders of all of my like ships or, you know, the combinations of the people of all my montages of like all those different combinations of, what are they called? Like couples, I guess. I mean, that'd be interesting to find out like, what do you, what are your, like your folders? Like who are my your fo- montages? I don't think couples? I have folders, but I'm thinking I need to make some folders so that yeah. I can have them because every time I have to like go back and search for all the favorite montages that I've watched. You go and, do that. You go find it. And then, okay. I mean, I already have mine and let's do, let's do a we'll compare our, yes. our favorites. Yes. Um, yeah. And I do have some favorites and they're so great because then I don't have to go back and rewatch all of the episodes for the great scenes because people pull them out and they just put them in these little videos. I know. But then I watch all the clips. I'm like, well, now I need to watch the whole series because I remember that moment. And now I want to mm-hmm. go watch it all over again, which is even more time trying to watch an entire series. Mm-hmm. But believe me, I've done it many yeah. times. Yeah, it's a little dangerous, I guess, huh? Yes. But still fun. Anyway, it helps the romance live on when you only have a couple, like three or four minutes. You can go click on those videos, yeah. those montages a, and watch them. When you need a little fix. So if you haven't watched Miss Scarlet and the Duke, you need to go watch it if you can, if it is available. I don't know. Sometimes with those PBS shows, you have to have like a membership or something. I don't know if it's still available or not, but if it is, you definitely have to go watch it. And then after you watch it, YouTube some montages because people have made some, some are not my favorite, but then some are really good, really good montages of the show. And there's only six episodes. So it's not like you have to be committed for weeks and weeks it depends on I guess how fast you could watch them but I was able to watch them with Becky we did it in two nights we watched three episodes a night and we got through it in two nights so anyway Miss Scarlet and the Duke I love period dramas you know like Pride and Prejudice um, anything related with girls in pretty dresses when you think about it though that's not really I wouldn't want to live in those type periods um, but it's fun to watch on on TV and in movies. So Miss Scarlet and the Duke, it's a British-Irish period crime television drama created by Rachel New. And it came out, I believe, in 2020, but I watched it just this past year. 
Okay, so basically, Eliza Scarlett is left nearly penniless. Her dad passes away. She's going to lose her home if she's not able to make um, the payments. And so what she decides to do is take over her father's detective agency. And this is a time period, it's in the late 1800s, a time period where women basically just had tea parties and got married. Know, got married yeah it's all they needed to worry about was just who didn't have man's gonna marry you exactly they didn't have careers and so she's trying to make her way in this like male dominated world she's not taken seriously and so she kind of just has to fight for her place and for what she's doing it's also like in the middle of women's suffrage there is an episode that kind of goes into that a little bit but basically she tries to take over her father's crime solving agency and to do that, she needs the help of a childhood friend. His name is William, but he goes by Duke. He's the head detective for... I think he's the, the chief. The chief, yeah, police guy there. Um, and his mentor was her father. So they have this kind of bond, this relationship that's been formed already. And so she kind of uses her relationship with him to work on her cases and so it's just kind of a fun little story about her trying to do what she wants to do getting in the way he's trying to do what he needs to do but this pesky woman keeps getting underfoot and he's got this temper and it comes out which I think makes I just love that about him but something that I also I found out that I maybe one reason why I love this character Scarlett so much is because she was based off of She's kind of like a combination of Elizabeth Bennett and Scarlett O'Hara. And I love both of those book characters. Oh. Um, and so the, the creator said that she kind of took from both of those characters to create Miss Eliza Scarlett for this show. So basically, that's a quick rundown of what it's all about. So when you're watching it, are you watching it because of her? Or are you watching it because of him? I I just love his character in this show. And for me, that's how it is a lot of the times. Maybe because I'm a female, I know girls. I kind of get girls. It's the men that are sort of mysterious that I don't really get all the time. So usually they're what draw me in and I'm kind of fascinated by him. But I would say I would probably say like it was his character that drew me into this more than her character did. I suppose I should say he's played by. His name is Stuart Martin. When he first showed up on this show, he looked super familiar to me. At first, I thought he was Hugh Jackman. But then I was like, no, he can't be Hugh Jackman. He's too young. And then there was a bit of him that reminded me of a little bit of Gerard Butler. And I think it might have been like the beard and the Irish accent. Mm -hmm. And then I realized after watching the series that he's actually from a show I watched a couple years ago called Jamestown. It's another PBS show. And so I had seen him before, but I hadn't made the connection. He didn't have, like in Miss Scarlet, he has a beard. In the other one, he's, he doesn't. I, I liked his character here. I really like his character. Oftentimes I watch shows because I like the guy. It's hard for me to watch a show if I'm not intrigued by the person or find the person like attractive in some way. However, if the girl bothers me or annoys me, 
I almost cannot watch that show. So there has to be something that I'm connecting with that's likable about her. So to say that I watch the show just for him or her, I have to kind of obviously like them both. But I think if the girl is completely annoying, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to be able to watch <laughs> watch that show. She is definitely spunky and feisty and smart and determined. So those are good qualities that she has. But really, I watch the show because I like him a lot. I like his character. <laughs> I like his character a lot. I like his look. Like, he's not like a traditional, like, he's not a pretty boy, like a structurally perfect, handsome man. But you put them all together, and he just has that appeal. Like, he's tall, and he's strong, and he's dark-haired, and he has, like, the, um, you know, this awesome beard. And <laughs> <laughs> he is of a good position. Like, he's hardworking. And so, yeah, anytime a, a man is kind of like a leader in some way, that's always a good thing, you know, whether they're a prince or the head, de- you know, of the department or with him being sort of the, the police chief kind of in charge of others. That was a good, good place for him to be. Now to say, if you're like wanting to watch a show for romance, I would not say watch this for romance. This qualifies to me in that slow burn underlying tension attraction between two characters which can be super frustrating but also really intriguing and you're watching it because you wonder is something going to happen what when is this going to happen and to learn to see the characters so I really like that it's a lot like that old show I never watched it um x-files and those characters were like partners, but I think they eventually like fall in love or that one like bones, mm-hmm. like two people working together and but there's this underlying like maybe tension and attraction, a slow burn. I'm sure there's other TV shows that have been like that. So this is kind of one of, I feel like this kind of fills in that category of this underlying tension attraction between these two well, characters. Has there ever been a show where two people attractive people are working together where there's not some sort of chemistry or they don't eventually fall in love like it's I don't know like, because I wouldn't watch that show <laughs> it's sort of a given you know you put two people together that are both attractive and they have to work together there's like gonna be some sort of chemistry usually I'm but sure you're right so. like this series the six episodes in the six episodes they don't actually ever kiss although they do refer to a kiss. I guess when she was younger and her dog died, <laughs> he apparently kissed her. It was like a, a soothing kiss, you know, to kind of distract her from her sorrows. And um, so I guess when they were younger, and there is a slight age gap. I don't remember how much, maybe three years or so between them. And so she he, she says that he was taking advantage of her in that moment when he kissed her. Um, but it was, it is kind of a cute thing that they allude to a couple times during the, the show. Yes. I was thinking of the things that I like about the show and I want to be pretty general because I don't want to spoil for anyone who's going to watch it, but that history you're talking about is one of my favorite things because they refer back to the history. So you want to know what their history is. And you, for me, I kind of envision them being friends and growing up and then of course the story when they kiss that they refer to and wondering like what happened like why didn't something happen after the kiss 
like the history of that. And you say that they don't, so they don't have any like kiss, but they definitely have their moments of touches. Mm-hmm. And you show me one of the montages of, I guess, the many that you watched. And so you have those moments just all clipped together of like when she's touched him or come near him. And he, I love how he always like pauses, like it almost makes him still. He's not like a calm character, nor is she. Like he's kind of. They both have their tempers. Yeah, they both have their tempers and feels like he's always like he's not a relaxed, like his desk is a mess. He's always seeming to be in transition or he's up really late or he's something like he doesn't seem like a very relaxed calm person but like when she touches his hand he pauses I like that like they're never unnoticed touches yeah and I I think that's what makes makes um a great I don't know if it's a producer whoever is the one that's deciding what to capture on on camera because those are really important even though they seem like such minor small details little teeny tiny moments but it's those little moments layered on top of each other that are giving you the feeling of the slow burn of there's something there's something more there's an underlying tension here that's unspoken and so those those moments are super super important and i did love every single time that they did every single time like he'd pause and he'd like look at her touching him and then you know look up in her face yeah or those yeah. almost, they're like, is this an almost kiss? It's almost like he's thinking, he's seeing like, I just want to like grab her face and kiss her. Or I just want to like come up to her and just hug her or kiss her. Like he ha- there's those moments where like, you almost think that thought might be running through his head. Yeah. And I would I'm say, he, that. I feel like he has more of those thoughts than she does. Honestly, I think that if you were to look at his, his character, her character and isolate them, I think she has less moments where she seems vulnerable and willing to or ready to kiss or embrace or take that next step. I feel like he more often steps up to that ledge of like, I'm here, like he moves in or he gives her a look, like he's ready for her to make the next move. And then she doesn't. And so he's kind of, he's kind of like, okay, you know, he's not pushing the issue but like it's almost like he has these moments of vulnerability where he's ready for something more to happen but then she doesn't take that opportunity well then and you so. wonder why doesn't she so that's another thing so this I feel like this series kind of makes me th- for me personally watching like makes me think like of course it has the storyline of the mystery of the different murders and intrigue of that and also this and then the storyline of what happened to her dad and so there has those storylines but mostly I'm always showing up for the romance of something. And so that makes this show is one of those where it kind of makes me think. So you wonder like, why isn't she there? But you have those telltale signs of maybe where she's feeling insecure or what's holding her back. I love when she, she gets jealous because he obviously, you know, he'll show up and he has like a lipstick stain on his like collar or something. And so she's like, jealous of that or she makes reference to like all the women that all he's the women, been with yeah and- he supposedly he supposedly is a womanizing you know detective inspector and so you don't you don't see him with other women but they do give little clues that that might be the case yes yeah, so you wonder like why why doesn't she pursue this or does she, or does she pick this up his like his signals and she doesn't 
go with it and the, maybe the reasons why. So that's interesting. That's more to kind of figure out like what may be holding her back or what's holding him back. Well, and it's always hard in a, in a friendship to take that next step because what if it doesn't work out? you know, and, and you end up really ruining your relationship. I mean, has there really any, been anybody who has gone from friends to then becoming more and then going back to how things were before? Like that's almost impossible. So perhaps she's just being cautious and doesn't want to ruin what they have. Yes. She has a lot of pride. And But can I, I just say, I just loved all the moments when they got so frustrated with each other or with their situation, and especially the one episode where she's in, locked in a jail cell, and she's trying to get herself out, and he's trying to get her out, and she, they're just like bickering back and forth between the door, and he gets so frustrated at her, he just has to bellow this loud rage of emotion <laughs> and stomp away, and the same thing with her, like she screams her frustration, and it's almost like it was a release of that tension that's been building for so long. And then they both just at the same time sort of have this release and it comes out in these bellow that he does and a scream that she does too. Yes. Um, tension, tension is a key as like one who either is a, a writer or is one that studies writing or storytelling and all that like tension is one of those key elements that's going to make your viewer or your reader want to pursue that and see like what is this tension building up to and, uh, and appreciate the tension as frustrating as it can be you're like I just want them to kiss already really though the fun part is like wondering mm-hmm. when is that going to happen because sometimes when yeah, they so finally yeah when break. that kiss happens it breaks the tension yeah and then you're like oh maybe that's not exciting anymore. <laughs> well, and the, but then they have to put something else in to keep them apart. You know, it could be, you know, an old boyfriend comes into the scene or, you know, something that keeps them apart. That, and then that can rebuild tension. True, but, yes. But, but that's what a slow burn is. A slow burn is that they, they don't really fall into the relationship very quickly or very easily, that there's a lot of things keeping them apart, um, but they still like each other. Now, I loved them throwing in this character called uh, his name is Moses because he I felt like he was he, so he in the story he's a uh, the way that she and him meet is kind of under very stressful circumstances she's like threatening him or blackmailing him and he's you know threatening her and so they are not getting along very well um, but then they end up she ends up really relying on him. And I think he ends up kind of caring for her. There's never anything, I never felt any kind of romantic connection between the two, Uh, maybe on his end a little bit, but I felt like it was more like a brother sister relationship between the two. But I liked that Moses was put in there because you can see how William feels a little threatened by his presence and he doesn't like Moses. And I think it's more than just that he just is a shady kind of guy. I think it's more like, it's another guy in the picture taking attention away from him or, or there to save the day to be the hero that she relies upon. So I think Moses was a good um, character to throw in there to actually help with that tension. Yes, I agree. And it's fun to see a character and envision like, if that was me, if I was her, and I have these two really strong men that seem to be really protective over me and and caring about me that's kind of 
endearing. Like you like that. You like that you have like these, you mean something to these two people enough where they kind of fight over you a little bit, not really fight, but are. It's like a little, there was like an episode, there was kind of like a testosterone match, you know, like you see them both in each other's faces, kind of like, you know, Williams, like, they don't say it, but you can just see it in their face, like, you better not hurt her. And Moses kind of the same thing, like, you better not, you know, disappoint her or whatever. And so I, I liked seeing that as well. Um, yes. It reveals more of their characters' feelings. And how they her. feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I also really liked, I thought they did a good job on the character arc for William, the Duke, because when he first starts off, he's so mad and frustrated with her, always, always getting in the way. And, and I absolutely loved the um, mortician and the scenes when they would be at the morgue. I got a kick out of that, laughed out loud, really funny part. In the beginning, William has absolutely very little patience with her and she's always getting under his way he's always telling her to leave and get out of his business or whatever and she has to kind of be sneaky and steal things off of his desk um cases and things but then you see towards kind of as we get more and more into the series he starts to trust her a little bit more and you know in the beginning he wouldn't give her any credit she thought she would get some credit it would bring in some you know, when she helped solve a case, um, she was hoping that he would at least give her some credit and he doesn't. But then you see later on towards the end, he actually does. He, I think he writes something in the newspaper about how she helped out with this case or something. I can't remember the details, but you do get that character arc of William. And I really liked to see that. I like to see how he changed and he started to trust her more and help her, you know, allow her to um, participate a little bit more in his investigations. He's the character that I seem to kind of like. I think you do too. Like the, he's kind of a grump. Where I think like if I meet people, I hate when people are grumpy. But for some <laughs> reason, like I hate it's it when okay my- It's okay if they're fictional. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when my husband's grumpy or my kids are grumpy. But however, if I'm reading a book <laughs> and he's grumpy, then I get this fight. <laughs> he's grumpy and frustrated with her, but- he does have this soft spot that seems to kind of develop more and more as they work more together. I mean, she's forced to work with him more at this point when the series starts because her dad has just died. So I think before he kind of defaulted, we're working with her dad and she was kind of on the sidelines there, kind of in the background, but now it's stepped her into the forefront into his life because her dad's out of the picture because he, he died and she's trying to, carry on his business so she merges herself straight in the middle of his life (laughs) to have her help her and you do kind of see how that frustration with her just professionally kind of changes more of I think an emotional and connection between them which might have already been there but as as viewers we get to see get to see that emerge and what he's willing to willing to like sacrifice with himself emotionally or professionally for her sake and I would say the setting is really cool the scenes are really cool the costume is really great it's great Um, cinematography it is it looks like it's really well done so I appreciate I appreciate that yeah so hopefully there will be a season two I don't I don't know for sure if there is people have been speculating that there would be Um, maybe if it gets popular enough they'll continue 
Um, but I'm hoping for the next season just to see some more of what we saw in the first season, just uh, them working together. In the very last episode, they end up, you know, kind of on a good note. They're not cranky and yelling at each other. It's kind of like a, it's a cute way that they ended it, which could have been an ending. It didn't leave any cliffhangers, really. And so I, I don't know. It could go either way, whether or not there will be a, another a season or not. But I'm hoping there will be. Um, crossing my fingers. Yes, I really hope there is. There's, I feel like there's definitely more to be told about their relationship and their story. So people keep making those montages out there and watching it. Tell your friends. You yourself watch it. Tell your friends to watch it. So hopefully we can get season two so we can see more of Eliza and the Duke and their developing relationship together. And I just realized her name, Eliza Scarlet, Elizabeth and Scar Elizabeth Bennett and Scarlett O'Hara. It's a combination of their names. Oh. Great series. Thank you for referring that to me. I've referred it to my friends. So you guys watch it and refer it to your friends and hopefully we can get season two. I guess we'll talk later. Bye. Bye.